Hello and welcome to the holiday episode of the Show Me Mo podcast, episode number five, and no better person to have on the holiday recap episode than episode number one who kicked it all off and got us started with all this, executive director of the Missouri School Plant Managers Association, aka MSPMA, Mr. Charlie Branham. Charlie, hey Josh. Hey Josh, doing great, doing great, a little cold. Hey. Got a little chill going outside. We're expecting some snow and ice, but we're doing. We're the plant managers of Missouri are ready. I was in Florida Monday and Tuesday. It's Wednesday, uh, Monday Tuesday. It was seventies. I was getting ready to leave, and they said uh, this Friday it's gonna be thirty nine, and it's gonna be fifty nine up here. I said I'm in the right place. All these people running to Florida for the warm weather, they're getting the cold Christmas stuff, and we're getting some. Some some strange odd warm weather up here in Boston, but uh, yeah, Midwest, you guys are getting this is a the uh, polar caps or what Arctic Arctic air, or whatever they're calling it's uh, hitting hard and snowstorms and everything. It's it's winters come in full force. First day of winters today. I almost forgot. Shortest day of the year. It's bringing it on. We're thirty uh, thirty five now, and uh, tomorrow night minus eight. Friday night minus nine. However, no schools in session right now, so yeah, everybody gets a break. Pond hockey season—that's that's what that is. Ice <laughs> is going to freeze quick. So. That's right. That's right. Public service announcement: Check the ice, real good. Don't go thinking because it's cold for a day or two that it's frozen because it's not always frozen. But um, we're going to get into some some MSPMA talk. Before we do, I want to I want to talk about the, the podcast. Um, because I, I do, I am extremely proud of what's been accomplished in a short amount of time. This went from you and I spitballing end of September, beginning of October, having a conversation. I said, you know, I said something like, you know, it'd be really cool is if MSPMA had another outlet to change and to, to share content with their members and with the world. Cause I, you know, I'm a big fan of Missouri. And, and you said, you know, that's a great idea. Why don't you do one? And that's how we got going, right? We we talked about it. We put it together. We did it in record time. And and for those of you that don't know, I have two companies of my own, Be Awesome and K-12 Pros. I'm the only employee of both of those. Um, so I have to do everything. Uh, and I've got two podcast channels that go with it. And I book all my travel, all my contracts, all my stuff, all the stuff. And putting this net added podcast on was like, Another added layer of, layer of complexity, but I said I said yes. And what was awesome was it's really been a team effort. Uh, you built the form. You're finding the 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 talent and the people that you've known in Missouri for the years. You're putting the right people in the seat for these episodes. I mean, every episode, I feel like I've known these people my entire life, um, and they're just so knowledgeable in the industry that they serve and the services that they provide. And it shows we've only got, this is our fifth episode. We've already got almost a, a thousand downloads. Um, we've got five, five-star ratings and reviews, which for those that don't know this, there's 3.6 million podcast channels today, less than 10% over the course of their life, get less than, get, get more than 10 five-star ratings uh, and reviews. We're halfway there with five episodes under our belt. So people are liking it. Um, the content the the we we intended to do this in like a twenty to thirty minute bite size episode, and we can't get one under an hour because there's just so much great content so this has been just an awesome and exciting journey and to this point of a couple of months 
Um, and I'm really excited to see what happens in 2023. So I wanted to have you on specifically for us to talk about MSPMA. Let's talk about, before we get into 2023, let's talk about 2022. What were some highlights before Peach, before Show Me Mo podcast? What were some of the big highlights for MSPMA and their members? Well, we'll start from the, uh, at the end of the year and work, work back to the first of the year, but our conference was attended at 28 and a half percent higher attendance this year than any of our highest years. So there's some interest, there's some need, uh, for more facility information, training and sharing. So for us, the more training we do, uh, the more people we get to reach, uh, the more helpful it is to our school districts. But uh, then working ourselves backwards from that, we formed so many really, really good partnership, healthy partnerships this year uh, for our association. Uh, we have just a rock solid relationship with the Center for Educational Safety, which really fits well with uh, school plant managers. And so that's been a great partnership for us. We have a really good partnership with, uh, with the Missouri Association of Rural Educators. And uh, we we went to their conference and and we actually reversed roles as a vendor. That that's been a, that's a great relationship for us. And there are folks there that need our services and need our information. So that's been helpful. We've we've done uh, two training sessions this year for MASA, which is our M- Missouri Association of School Administrators. Typically, the superintendents, the CFOs of school districts. Um, those are so well attended, but high compliments on the evaluation sheets that this, this was so helpful. It's things I get to take back to my district and we get to use right now. And, and it ain't filled some gaps and some voids of things that we're going to have to try and figure out on our own. Uh, and then we are trying to forge a relationship right now. And it's, it's got a great start with the Missouri Community Colleges Association. So we may no longer be a K-12 school plan manager. We may be more of a K-14. We have 12 community colleges in the state. They're very receptive about being a part of us. Uh, one of the thrills we share, well, I'm going to share in in one of the community colleges' awards at their conference. Um, one of their awards was to hand out uh, an entity or a department within their 12 colleges of of a department that uh, had done some had improved their training or their professional development and um, and Raymond Wade got that award for um, for Ozark Technical School and any sites that his training was the School Plant Managers Association Missouri and uh, and his people liked the training so well that more people want to go to our training, to our programming. So we share in their success. We had nothing to do with it other than, you know, we're just a provider services. So a lot of great relationships this year, Josh, and it proved to be successful in the, in the culminating event that we host in the fall in Branson, which is our annual conference. Yeah. I had the honor to be invited to, to part of your, your closing board meeting. And, and that was it was eye-opening for me, and I, I think that the hook was already set with me. The hook for Missouri was set a long time ago, but the real, like, the, the real, when I walked out of that, that boardroom, I was like, the only thing I could hear that was a complaint was they wanted more, right? It wasn't, right. it wasn't that the, it wasn't that the, the food wasn't good. Like, that's typically, like, if you go to an event and you complain about the food, you're you're going for the wrong reason, but it was like, Everybody liked everything so much 
but they wanted more. They didn't want it to end. And it was just a resonating message of like, hey, the content was great. The classes were packed all the way to the last session. The exhibit hall was packed. Um, you know, it was like, hey, how do we get more room? <laughs> you know, because we we want more. Um, and and you guys, it showed it that the relationship, the the partnerships. I love uh, K through fourteen. That's actually the first time that I've heard someone reference it like that. And it's in community colleges, they're definitely in this strange middle ground, right? Because you know the four year they don't know how to really relate with the four year colleges because just about all of them are, are boarding, so add a level of complexity. Um, and the K-12 schools have their own groups. And then there's this group of community colleges, which state of Massachusetts, I think there's 11. I don't know how many there are in Missouri, probably close close to that or maybe a few more. Um, but in the last five, six years, for a number of reasons, community colleges are actually using K-12 school space for for night classes. Not There's not enough space on their campus for the classes because the enrollment's so much higher. So it only makes good sense for people listening outside of Missouri, which we've got a ton. Uh, when I was in Florida, uh, I had someone say, Hey man, your show me Mo podcast is awesome. I said, I know. And it, and I want to talk about, cause one of the hit points they asked me about was on a previous episode. I talked about the rural schools and people don't understand what rural schools really are like in Missouri. And we talked, I think we talked about it uh, in episode one with your, you know, your progression through profession. Um, you know, what's a rural school considered in the state of Missouri? What what classifies a rural school? Well, some folks will say rural, some will say small, and some will say outstate. Mm-hmm. Um, we have three larger urban areas in Missouri: St. Louis, Kansas City. But our but uh, our largest public school district, Missouri, is in the s- center of the state south in springfield missouri Mm -hmm. so it's kind of a triangle across the state so Mm -hmm. springfield is 25 26 thousand students and they're the largest so anything outside of those urban areas 45 minutes yep is rural yes so i can drive from my home here in troy missouri so we're seen as rural to the city but Mm -hmm. then to the smaller schools for uh a little further out from St. Louis, we're seen as a, as, as a city Troy is, and it's, it's yeah. 12, 15,000 people. So it's just a matter of perspective, but I, you know, we drive to Bush Stadium in the airport 45 to 50 minutes. So to me, I have the best of both worlds. I'm kind of yeah. out in the country, yeah. but I'm considered suburban St. Louis, but to a St. Louis person to get to Troy, you have to travel way out there. So it's a matter of perspective yeah. We have districts with a um, hundred students yeah. uh, that are rural. We have districts that are 3000 that are rural, but in Missouri, I think the saying has, has been for the most part, five to 10% of the schools have 90% of the Missouri students. Wow. And 90% of the schools have 10% of the students. So wow. the 90% we're talking about are rural yeah. school districts that make up a small portion of student population, but they all, they all, um, you know, run as their own school district. And so a superintendent could be a superintendent of 26,000 students in Missouri, and he can, he or she could be a 
a superintendent of 80 to 100 students in a district. And we have some K-8 schools and we have uh, then and then we have a lot of K mostly K-12 schools, pre-K-12, pre-K-8 yeah. nowadays. And my math is going to be close, but it's I'm sure it, if I'm if I'm wrong, please correct me roughly. It's you have roughly 575 classified public in, entity institutions with about 900,000 total students in the state. Is that pretty close? That's true. Uh, if you ask how many public school districts, though, I think the number is about 522. Okay. But but you, your public entities, we have some charter schools that have uh, have become more prevalent in Missouri, and they are sponsored primarily by another public school district or a college, public mm-hmm. college or university. So, yeah. 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 So for those that have just listened to their first episode, we talked about this in episode one. So that's kind of the, the lay of the land. So uh, in 2022, what you guys did, uh, which I think you laid some foundation work for exciting things to happen in 2023. So you guys are kicking it off right out of the gate. Like most people, especially people that have cold weather, do some hibernation in January. You guys flipped the script and said, no, we're going to have our first ever um, winter workshop. So let's dig into that. What What's that all about and how do people learn more and and uh, and, and register fast and furious, I'm going to assume? Well, the background is uh, that we offer a facility manager's core certification program. And that program was born out of need uh, of our school districts. Once again, uh, it's the driving force to have more information and knowledge about school facilities. So so our organization in about 2014 uh, made a trip to Wisconsin. And I think that was uh, supported or at least created in, in some partnership with uh, associations you've been with and, and uh, Brian Holland and folks that uh, we went to Wisconsin. We found a, a, a professional development program called the core certification program that we, we felt like would be good uh, for our uh, members in Missouri as well. Wisconsin has just been a wonderful partner for us on that, uh, uh, you know, that we have been able to ask questions, go back to their conference, meet with their people. And um, so throughout the year, uh, our facility manager's core certification program includes seven modules. So each module contains between four and five breakout sessions, one hour sessions. And they're topical in nature, ranging from custodial operations to building systems and uh, seven topics, 33 sessions. Once a person finishes those, though, all those modules in attendance, then you have become a, a certified school plant manager in Missouri. We sanction that. You, so at our conference each year, uh, we offer two of those seven modules. And then outside of the conference, we, we offer uh, one module in the winter here in the St. Louis region and one module in the Kansas City region a year. So we offer four of the seven modules. And uh, one of those modules is January 20th. Uh, it's module seven. It's about emergency management. Uh, school safety and security. So we will offer that session on January 20th. The typical schedule, uh, the, the board, the Missouri School Plant Manager Board meets uh, four times in person throughout the year. And then uh, and then on a monthly basis outside of those four times, we meet on the first Friday virtually. So 
we meet more regularly than we ever have because we we've all learned how to use uh, virtual media. Um, but we meet uh, the day before our modules are, are uh, delivered in Kansas City and St. Louis. So instead of just meeting on the 19th as a board and then being there on the next day to host the module, we felt like if we're if if there's that big a need for information for school facilities and we have it available, then we have an obligation to share it. We decided to meet earlier on the 19th as a board from 10 o'clock till one uh, or 12:45. We'll have lunch together as a board. And then we will share on January 19th what we're calling a day conference. So January 19th is a day conference. It's from one in the afternoon till five in the evening. And then we're gonna we're gonna have a social time together that evening with, with uh, one of our vendors. Uh, it's a very similar, Location, Josh, to what uh, you enjoyed in Branson, but it's also that type of a location that I've heard you speak about that other conf- other states and conferences should consider, which is you come stay, you learn, and you play all right there in one spot together. It's very accessible. It sits on the Missouri River in St. Charles. It's a new area. It's got a lot. It's going to be. It's going to be really nice and new for folks and enjoyable. So. We're looking forward to hosting that new training on the 19th in concert with our with our January 20th uh, module seven on emergency and safety, school safety. Yeah, and this this I mean this is really cool. Uh, first of all, the, the module seven uh, I'm going to stick around. I want to I'm looking forward to seeing because there's there's actually all of the topics are uh, incredibly uh, informative. But the one I really look forward to seeing is the after hours emergencies, how to plan. Uh, and I think that's one of the most difficult um, logistic managed uh, pieces to a facility professional's career, because um, un- unlike what a lot of people think, those schools are used 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And when right. something happens after hours, some people will assume it's empty. Other people assume there's people in it. The most important thing is to know how many people are in it, where they are, and then what's the safety plan, because most of the people there don't partake in the fire exits and everything else. So I'm really looking forward to to learning about that. But I have the 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 honor to do something that I'm going to be doing uh, in 2023 for other. Um, I was actually starting to do it for keynotes, where instead of me going up and just giving a talk of prepared um, <clears throat> topics, I'm going to. It's an interview style. So the 19th is going to be um, interviewing folks along with them doing providing their presentation so they're going to present but i'm going to be able to be a moderator and say okay hey let's let's dig a little bit more into that or let's move over to this piece of of what we're talking about which what we're going to be talking about is three really relevant and often overlooked topics which is get the lead out drinking water you know we heard so much about lead in drinking water with flint michigan and it seems like you know it's been somewhat addressed. It comes up in the news. There's a lot of regulation and, and testing that's required, but a lot of people don't don't know everything that's required and what's needed and and what that regulation looks like. So you're going to have somebody from the, the from Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. I love this one. I love this one coming up, which is partnering with our school nurses. There is so much more to school nurses 
than little Tommy or Sally going down and saying, I don't feel well, I got a tummy ache to get out of class or to have mom and dad pick them up because they don't want to take a test, right? Because that's what I thought when I was when I was in school, you know, um, they do a lot more. And one of those things that they do a lot of specifically and that I found that it's really interesting is protecting our kids that have respiratory issues and environmental impacts of what they're breathing and what they're experiencing, touching the, the what's around them. And so it's a lot more than just, you know, band-aids, bandages, and temperature taking. And I'm just really excited to get into that. And then last is a, a deep dive into building control systems. And that's something that we talk about in the industry uh, every day, building management systems as buildings get smarter. Um, but a building is only going to be as smart as the user and the user needs training and the user needs to understand what that building management system can do, um, critical alarms and everything else that goes with it. So you guys put together a, a pretty dynamic set of sessions. Oh, and I almost forgot. It's free, right? It's free. It's free. It's free. The only downside, you got a seating capacity of 96. That's it. That's it. <laughs> So, I mean, you're going to fill the house. Well, I hope so. Um, you know, you, you you don't know when you do these events, uh, especially a first ever, whether you're going to have 20 or 220. Mm-hmm. So we have a, uh, we have some great partners in Missouri on our vendor and our vendor uh, pool uh, memberships. They're, they're supports in any way. And this is no different. We have vendors buying lunch. Uh, we have vendors uh, with us providing information. This particular this particular training program, it's four hours. If you're driving in on the twentieth uh, for the core certification program, you're generally driving in from the south side, the north side, or the west side of the state. So you're driving on Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening. Why not just come midday? We'll have some fresh topics, but what we wanted to do, Josh, and this is where you come in. We wanted to offer something in the style of presentation of this training that generated camaraderie and discussion and participation amongst those that were in the room. Mm-hmm. And so often, every time I've ever been at a session, Josh, you 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 uh, choose the session that you want to attend. You go into a a, a conference room. You take your seat, maybe a table in front of you, maybe not. You get about a 40, 45-minute presentation. You get up and go to the next one. Right. Well, you can ask ask questions many times in those, and, and you learn a lot, and you, you get access to the presenters, and all that's extremely valuable. The second style of session I've been to is, is what they call um, a panel discussion. Mm-hmm. where three or four people are doing the presentation because they all have something in common, whether it's a project, whether it's just the subject, um, or just some spin on the same thing, same thing being presented. And you don't get enough time from any one of them to ask many questions and get deep into anything. And so we started our podcast. And by the way, uh, I'm extremely proud of Show Me Mo School Facilities as well. I think it's got an awesome, an awesome uh, logo. And uh, you maybe had something to do with that. Uh, it also Brainstorming. has, a, it has a, an image of a school behind it that uh, was one of the eight 
eight campuses that I had a big part and the pleasure of leading um, here in our school district. So I get to see the facility and I get to see in our podcast, but we're really proud of the podcast. We think it's, it's a way for, um, for people in the school business or not to, uh, to hear good content and information, whether they're on the road traveling late at late at night, looking for some, some good information. Uh, we think it's very valuable, but the thought is here with this presentation on Thursday, January 19th, is that Josh is literally, literally going to conduct podcast in front of an audience, a live audience, but virtual podcast. He will be in the audience with us and he will literally, pre, he will, he will prearrange with each one of our presenters topics that we want to make sure covered. We've already, we already laid those out and outlined them. Yeah. And so Josh will visit with the nurses in advance, but then when he asks questions, he is leading to a partnership that can be created or should be created between our school facility specialists and our nurses, or as you would say, a team. So okay. he's creating that, that, that room, that appetite to hear more, to do more together. And then he's going to break that off and, and cease that, interview and that podcast at about 25, 35 minutes. And we're going to have another 30 or 40 minutes in the room to yeah. talk about best practices. In other words, how many of you are working with your health professionals in your community and your schools? What are you doing? Come up here and tell me, tell the group what you're doing. Let's discuss this. So people can, you know, you go get information at conferences. The hardest thing is to apply that knowledge when you get back home how to put it into practice. And mm -hmm. so we're going to show people how to put it into practice by what other people are doing. And that's a great thing about being together. That's what we miss during COVID. We yeah. miss that personal contact where we could share. So get the let out the state of Missouri. Our second topic uh, is going to be presented by Steve May. And uh, he's a, a chief executive there or officer with the department of health and senior services. But by the way, the nurses are from the Department of Health and Senior Services as well. So uh, Missouri passed a law this year that Missouri schools um, by 20, the start of the school year in 2024, must have um, less than five parts per billion uh, on their drinking water for students, which is, which is a great, great thing for our, our students. Uh, there's no acceptable level of lead that should be allowed into to any person, especially our younger children that are that are developing cognitively. So we're going to have Steve with us uh, virtually. So both the nurses and Steve may will be virtual podcasts for you that you'll conduct live uh, for us, the audience, and then create the conversation with within the group in the room. And the last one is a deep dive into building controls. It's 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 a company that services all platforms of uh, heating, cooling equipment. So. It's not uh, brand specific. Uh, we've worked with uh, with Chris Ruth of IFS Integrated Facility Solutions. Now he's been a great vendor of ours. So again, uh, twenty three starts off with new training, more training, uh, helpful training, things you can apply, uh, conversation, creating conversation amongst partners and the nurses association, uh, Department of Health Senior Services, one another from school districts. Uh, sharing uh, their best practices so that you can go home and you can apply the knowledge and things that you're hearing and seeing. And, and so we're just trying to make it highly engaging, 
because we want to encourage our members to reach out either to us at MSPMA, but us is really our vendors and our school members Mm -hmm. and our partners. So we can plug those folks in and they can have these conversations that save them time and money and get their job done sooner rather than lingering looking for a solution. Yeah, I mean, spot on um, collaboration. That's the the key to this. And 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 when you said COVID, it was a trigger point for me because COVID is what really um, put that distance. My twenty five year career, the I always tell people my my secret to success in sales in this in in this industry in this work was I take care of the my I took care of my first client. Just take care, just like I take care of my last client. And if I do that, they talk to each other. They collaborate with one another. They say, hey, this is the, it's not because I'm on the phone making 200 phone calls a day. It's because Charlie, my first client, I took incredible care of. I made sure my team took incredible care of. And when they're talking, which they would do common and regularly, then there was that collaboration. People would call and say, hey, Charlie told me to call you. And that COVID took that away from us for a little bit. And we, you guys are rebuilding is amazing and speaking of rebuilding you're doing some work on the website i know you got a big i know you got a lot going on for the website for 2023 but you're doing a lot right now you can you can click on the link for the podcast you go to mspma.com um and right there front and center on the homepage, it says 2023 school facility day uh conference january 29th january 20th view details and register i'll put the link in the show in the show notes but you want to go there and you want to register because you're already taking registrations. You've already got quite a few that have, that have committed. We do do. new to us due to a partner Uh, uh, spark marketing has stepped in for us and made an offer. We couldn't refuse a lot of help modernize us, make our access to our association easier for our members and make it a lot easier on the executive director. So it was free. Naturally we, we bought that, we bought that package and uh, Brian Gomsky over at spark uh, marketing is just uh, we have our first online registration ever. Mm -hmm. That is ours. We manage it. We don't have a third party manage it. So yesterday I was there and looked, we had 73 registrants total. We had uh, mid thirties for, for uh, Thursday, mid Thursday, mid thirties or forties for Friday. We expect that, we expected our registrations for the Friday core. We've always managed to have between 65 and 80 folks there for the FMCC module, uh, this one, module seven. So we could anticipate that, and but our room was full. And that's why we moved it over uh, to the Drury Conference Center there uh, at the streets of St. Charles, looking over the Missouri River. Uh, but we didn't know where the 19th would be. We thought some folks may come in early. Uh, from for the twentieth training and take act, take advantage of the extra training. We're also in a metropolitan area there, right outside of St. Louis, all connected to pretty good sized school districts. So we we could predict that our board would be there uh, from all over the state. That some folks would be there from Core, and then we get some extra folks join us from the metropolitan area. So. We're hoping to fill the house for both of those sessions. I, I'm, I'm sure we do. I hope it, I hope it is, is a huge success. I, you know, we're counting on you, Josh. So yeah, the well, delivery, the delivery method we dreamed up, yeah. uh, we plug, we plug the man in to manage the whole thing. 
Yeah. And we're like, there's nothing to do but show up now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, you know what the nice thing with uh with with us over over the course of of you and I talking, and it's kind of funny because we find ourselves, you know, coming around on Friday and we go, Hey man, we talk like three times, six times this week, and you know, covered right. we covered a lot of ground. And what's what's been nice is, you know, we never talk in ifs, we talk in wins. You know, we don't say if this happens or if if it works. I can remember I, I accidentally said something about uh, the podcast. And I said, hey, if we get to this, and you say, what do you mean if we get to this? It's when we get to this. And we might right. not know when we get there, but we're going to get there. And and my prediction, um, just looking at the the layout and talking to you, I've got the backs, you know, I've got the backstage pass on all the conversations we're having. This is going to be an exciting event that I believe is going to be replicated and duplicated elsewhere. I think where you were talking about where you went to learn for some things from Wisconsin and other places, I think people are going to start to, to look into Missouri and start to learn on the things because this isn't this hasn't been done before. And I think it's dynamic as someone that took five years to graduate high school lecture format. Uh, I sit here and say, how cool is it? to come into a room and realize that it's not going to be me sitting and listening and maybe have a little bit of engagement at the end, but yet it's a participatory. And I can see the the beauty of it is, you know, what you said is, Hey, how do we go back and put into practice? Well, if you're listening to somebody for 45 minutes, it's very easy to say, Oh, well, it's real easy to sit up there in the front of the room and say all this stuff, but what are they doing in their district or they don't even work in a district, right? Um, but when you have people that are in the room that are like you pra- practicing this already and they get up and they go, hey, here's my best practice or here's the hurdle that I had or here's right. what they said would work, but it worked like this. Then that builds that that feeling of like, hey, I can do this. I can do what Charlie did. And I think this this is going to be awesome and you've already got 50 percent of where you thought you were going to be on friday for both thursday and friday That's so right. my prediction is people are going to be saying to you hey why the heck didn't the drury build a room that holds 100 why did they stop yeah. at 96 i know we're, i know <laughs> you know the toughest part about hosting conferences and meetings is preparing for them it's not it's not the meeting uh it's kind of like a new school facility or a ball game yeah. uh, you prepare for that event and it's the preparation. So I know it's highly likely we're going to have to find a larger facility for yeah. next year. But the but the uh, but the the location of this Drury property is right off Interstate seventy. It's within five minutes of Lambert Airport. So if you have to rent a car, it's your fault. You could probably hitchhike. Yeah. Uh, though you know I'm going to pick you up. Uh, yeah, from yeah. the from the airport, uh, because you'll probably hit me up for dinner uh, the <laughs> night before, would be my guess, and uh, and I'll oblige. Yeah. But uh, it's you know it's finding the fit for the location, putting the right people in the room, uh, and more than anything, it's it's giving people getting creating the opportunity for them uh, to learn or to share or to ask questions. Uh, it's to give people just the chance, yeah. uh, the, the time and place. And um, many, many folks, I mean, this is January 20th in Missouri. I mean, we're looking at two to five inches tonight, zero weather to, to, tonight, tomorrow night. And uh, in January 20th, it's, I mean, it's just a, 
shot in the dark here. Yep. But but you don't plan around the weather. You prepare for the weather, and then you plan your event. So I think we'll be fine. We're you know by doing virtual. Uh, all we have to do is get you, Josh. Here, yeah. Uh, we the pre- pre- presenters can be at home or at their office. But um, but anyway, we we think it's going to be a really really uh, unique event. Our folks are leaving their school districts and driving in here. And I know they, they're needed back home as well every minute they're, they're away. But yeah. if they can be gone for 24 hours mm-hmm. and pick up one or two good ideas and a network of someone, people that they can contact and ask another question or pick up a resource, hey, they have probably solved months' worth of problems, mm-hmm. things that are on their mind, something that's on their list. And it took a day. I've tried to find solutions sometimes for years and -hmm. tried to figure out how we're going to do this or what, how we're going to resolve that and met someone that said, you know, in conversation, well, I had that once. I said, well, what'd you do? How'd you do it? And they tell me, and I'm like, all right, I've got a place to start. So uh, uh, there is a gentleman that is, will be there uh, Thursday evening on the 19th to host a social event. I met this guy. I had an event at a little small district, the west side of my school district, one time, and we were leaking uh, fuel oil. And I mean, I I'm an assistant superintendent. I've never had a fuel oil leak. Mm-hmm. I called a, a a plant manager in the Wright City School District that neighbors us, and I just said, "I got a problem. What what have you had this?" He said, "Yes, you call this guy." And he'll be out there. And and he said, do you want me to call him for you? I said, yes, I'm heading to the scene. Within an hour after I get there, a neighboring school district, a member of Missouri School Plant Managers that I met, Mm -hmm. calls a vendor from Missouri School Plant Managers. He's got his cleanup team on site for me. I didn't fill out a work order and didn't call anybody but another school plant manager. So it's uh it's it's good stuff you know uh i know we need to wrap up but here's our need josh we've got we've got health issues in our in our world right now we've had them we're trying to conquer them we're learning to deal with them we're getting better at them that we need to get together we need to talk about healthy and safe schools we have in our state of missouri over 180 of those 520 school districts have new superintendents this year and there are going to be 100 more new ones next year. Now, these men and women lead their school districts. They don't have every answer about school facilities, but they need to have a place that does. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're for. Yeah. Now, you, you hit the nail on the head, and we'll, we'll wrap that. We'll wrap it with that. And uh, um, I'm just, uh, you know, I, I, I say it all the time. I pinch myself because of the opportunity that I have working with you and just being able to get to have in the relationship that you and I have had, but it's, it's, it's tenfold over the last couple of months with these initiatives and the, this, this willingness to help. And you talk about, you know, spark marketing and, and, and then they, and they're doing, you know, thousands of dollars free of charge that, that, that they could charge. And, and you get these people that are just, they, they just feel the energy and they're like, I want to do this. And I'm sitting here saying, I can't wait to do 30, 40, or 50 podcasts with you guys in 2023 and sharing more uh, just because of the, the the people that I'm around. I mean, Jim Rich, 17-year 
uh, 17 years of Park Hill, listening to him and his passion and his kids and grandkids and him going through the school district that he gets the support and the impact. I mean, we've got a lot of people like Jim that we're putting in front for 2023 to show. We do. We do. uh, I'll tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to leave on this though. First of all, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year to you and your family. Thank you for this opportunity. I can't wait to see you in person. And uh, when you said hitchhike, and I was looking for, I was like, man, there's still places you can hitchhike that people talk about. Uh, Missouri's even more for me than I thought. My dad mm-hmm. used to hitchhike from Canton, Massachusetts, to to Myra, Cape Breton, Canada, which is over about thousand miles and back. He used to do that um, when he was in college at, in uh, Boston. And this is in the, you know, seventies, early seventies, and tell, he used to tell the stories, and uh, you know, and then p- people go, yeah, that's crazy. You couldn't do that for a second. So he said hitchhike. I was like, man, I, I might stick my thumb out. I might get my my bandana and my stick and make my little sack and sit on the side of the road and see how that works. Yep. But once you said you're going to pick me up and take me to dinner, my TripAdvisor review is going to say best place to eat in St. <laughs> Louis when Charlie's buying. Um, but uh, no, happy holidays. Thanks for making some time for this special episode. Great work, 2022. Uh, looking forward to 2023 and, and you're spot on people are um, it's, it's a crazy world out there. And I'll, I'll tell this, this story of uh, uh, I flew down to Tampa on Monday and I met the flight attendant. I was walking up to use the restroom just before we were uh, set to land. And she says, oh, I love your shirt. It might be awesome shirt. And so we're talking about optimism and hope and, and, um, and, and she was so amazing because it was talking about stress in the travel agency this week, because it's, it's the busiest travel week and Thanksgiving. And, this, right. you know, today is actually the second busiest travel day um, for this holiday season. And she was so calm and cool. And, and she, and when we landed, she welcomed us at Tampa and she had the, the standard flight attendant welcome message. And at the end of it, she said, um, I'm going to, I'm going to share this with you. Um, not everyone in this plane needs to hear it, but I'm hoping that the person that does listens and it is, Man can live about 40 days without food, about three days without water, about eight minutes without air, but only for one second without hope. And these events and the value that you're providing to your members is providing amazing hope to members that are in their islands, in their district that are getting, uh, having some hard times in many cases, and and you're doing some good stuff. So keep it up always in MSPMA's corner and, and looking forward to an exciting 2023, my friend. Well, Merry Christmas, Josh, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you in twenty next year in 2023. A couple short weeks, and that'll do it here for Episode 5. As always, we end every episode with a thank you to our listeners, followers, viewers, if you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, without you, we wouldn't have a 1,000-plus downloads for four episodes. We wouldn't have people watching on YouTube. We wouldn't have the five-star rating and reviews. Uh, we wouldn't have these opportunities to expose us to more So you don't need to be in Missouri to listen to it, follow it, and do all that stuff. If you feel like we're doing a great job here, please give us a five-star rating and review. That helps us build visibility, credibility, and and listeners and viewers. Um, If we don't have that deserving right of that five-star rating review, send me a note. Josh, J-O-S-H, at beawesome, B-E-A-U-S-M.com. And let's talk about it, Uh, because I always say, If I do a good job, tell your friends. If I don't, tell me and uh, we'll work through it. But I think we're putting on a really great, great uh, product here uh, and it's showing in the results and uh, we couldn't do it without you. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year to y'all and we'll, we'll talk soon. Be well.